taste of dragon's gaming podcast. We eat sandwiches and play games. Taste of dragon's gaming podcast. A podcast for everyone's taste. Hello, everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of Taste of Dragons, the podcast, the video game podcast that all you jelly beans listen to. And this week, we're traveling back to Night City. The news is in a state of play. And finally, we're going to be finding out what makes a sports ball in this week's Food Fight. And as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm Hassel. And I'm Joe. Y'all, we have a very special guest in studio today. Ooh. ooh. <laughs> that was nice. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was yeah. good. Coming all the way from New Jersey. <laughs> okay, all right, all right. You didn't have to say it like that. Okay. I sounded excited, didn't Fi- I? <laughs> Finally escaping New Jersey. <laughs> oh, that follow-up from Escape from L.A. Yeah. From New York. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Escape okay. from New Jersey. Hassel, welcome back to the table, my friend. Thank you, thank you so much. It, I, Hassel is in Miami. Welcome <laughs> to Miami. Uh, no, we can't sing any yeah. more of that because we're probably going to get, yeah. It's, it's just not good for us. No, <laughs> not at all. In general. Yeah. yeah, I'm aging myself very yeah. much right now. If I finished it, I would have cringed and I would have probably like <laughs> torn a, a little muscle in my neck. Yeah, pulled a muscle in your neck, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. no, no, okay. So, yeah, um, I'm here. Yeah, at yeah. the table I'm physically. next to you guys. Yeah. This is so weird. Usually, you're 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 phoning in from uh from from the the great state, the Garden State. Well, I mean, well, we're all I phoning mean, it in. Listen, yeah, <laughs> maybe you I was are gonna Brian, say not this guy. <laughs> I come 100 percent all day, every day. <laughs> okay, maybe maybe I phone it in sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have to get used to seeing you guys like here in front of me. Yeah. What's what's also funny is that since you podcast with us through Discord, you have to talk uh, with us with a lag. So you're probably used to even like waiting a second for us to like finish before you can come right. in. Right. Yeah. Which is hilarious in person right now. <laughs> All of my timing is going to be way off right now. <laughs> but uh, it's just great to see your face, man. Give you a hug. It's all good, man. Love to see you here. Since you are here and you are live, I was thinking about other things that are coming back in person live. And I was like, yo, Broadway, right? New York, Mm -hmm. New Jersey, Mm -hmm. you're up there. And I was like, what if we were to take a video game and then make a Broadway production out of it? What video game would you all choose? What is your video game Broadway show? Oof. I mean, all right. Are we talking musical or or just like a play? I mean, extra points if it's a musical, but like I ain't gonna I ain't gonna fall okay, you for, okay, for a, okay. a nice, really dramatic Shakespearean type yeah. play. <laughs> the Shakespearean like <laughs> Kirby. The, okay, so the easy answer is Final Fantasy VI because there's already an oh, amazing six. play. Guys, he inside. didn't say seven. I didn't, <laughs> say, <laughs> didn't say seven. <laughs> this is groundbreaking. It's because six already has an opera that's inside of it. Right. <laughs> I think that's a great idea. Like so, some fan of the opera type stuff. So, so I think that would be too easy. I personally would love to see Final Fantasy X oh, gosh, because I thought you were going to say seven. No, no, no. I'm going to ten <laughs> because ten is so ridiculous with its story. Yeah. I would love to see a live in action Auron. With like you know the the cool the cool cloak with oh, the, he's with the arm missing, amazing co- like there's just the costuming that happens in Final Fantasy X. I think would lend itself no, 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 very no. well. It's Final Fantasy X two that needs Ooh. to be on Broadway because it's already oh, a musical. That's already a musical. Ooh. You're not that's wrong. right, and it's you got 
three or four bangers on get a, there. Get a K-pop artist to do the music. Yeah, the yeah. time is now. The yeah. time is right. You're not wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Final Fantasy Ten Two is the Broadway show we all need. <laughs> and there's you don't need any context for Ten Two. It wouldn't even help. It wouldn't even help. Exactly. Wait, this guy was a dream, and he was. <laughs> you're trying to get him back. What? This just. You know what? That, that's okay. That's just a love story. It's fine. <laughs> I, I want to. I want to say Night in the Woods. Both because like it's got a really interesting simple story, but also it's got some good music that's like implied. Mm-hmm. You don't get to hear them singing because uh-huh. they, it's not voiced, but you get like the bops of the music, and people have made some really amazing like indie style uh, wow. music on the internet. So I feel like it would it would translate well into a play. Yeah. I-, I could see that kind of in the same vein. Uh, what is it? Once is it once? The movie yeah. that yeah, kind of just said like, hey, we're in a town. We're in a small town. We're making music. We're here. I think. That'd be great. That'd be like legit, uh, um, beautiful. It's got it's got some vibes too. It's got like the hey, I didn't graduate college and now I'm home and I need to figure out what I'm gonna uh, do with my life and uh, I'm just gonna make some music. And that, I feel like that's a really like Broadway musical kind of like people in New York feel that. Also, the main <laughs> character is a cat, and Broadway loves Pot, cats. Broadway loves oh. cats. Broadway loves cats. They love slice of life. Okay, hang on a Broadway second. Not ev- not everyone loves cats. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Estelle, how many cats do you own? Two, but those are actual cats. Uh, <laughs> not... So were the ones on Broadway. Are you, are you trying no. to say your your cats are not angelical cats? No, they're not jellical cats at all. Uh, all cats are jellical cats. Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. <laughs> I don't know how, but I knew this conversation was going to happen. <laughs> the moments. Wait, so if I all cats are jellical cats, wait, wait, does that okay. mean no cats are jellical cats? Yeah. Like, what is it? I would like to pause and say, why don't we just have Monster Hunter the musical and we just have it be about the palicos <gasps> and the mutts, the dojos? So, see, I was thinking almost the exact same thing, but okay. I'm thinking, what if we do cats, but we do it with Pokemon, <gasps> specifically one Pokemon, Meowth. <laughs> just, yeah. just the one, the one yeah. cat show. Yeah. He only says meowth the whole show. Right, it's a one man show. Meowth or it's one meowth show. One meowth show. Yeah, meowth, I'm seeing meowth, meowth, and I'm just picturing Larry David's one person show. Meowth, just meowth, like, meowth, 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 meowth. <laughs> I can only imagine uh, who's the one that uh, Idris Elba played in, in Cats? McCavity. McCavity. I can only imagine McCavity as a Persian. Like, <laughs> he would have to be a Persian. Yeah. yeah. And he still gets that dope coat. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah obviously. Yeah. Um, McCavity was a Pokemon. Every yeah. time In the new movie, every time he appears and disappears, he goes, McCavity. <laughs> like a Pokemon. Yeah. Wait a second. What if, what if you did Hamilton, but with Assassin's Creed? Oh, so, yeah. so just Hamilton with murder. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't oh, no, that no, no, just more murder? murder. murder in Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, yeah. more and, murder and like <clears throat> better choreography. Whoa! Wow! Hot take, Whoa. my man. Whoa! I'm just saying, Assassin's Creed is real acrobatic. You see a lot of cool things in that. It's true. It's saying. true. I mean, you're not wrong. <laughs> would, would the main character also have better singing? Ah! <laughs> oh gosh! It's character singing. Character singing. Okay. It's character singing. I, got wow. no, I got no problem with that. I We're would getting... like to say that the thoughts and opinions expressed by people on the Taste of Jackets podcast are not reflective of everyone on the Taste of Jackets podcast. Me. She means me. Amanda, you're right. What right. are we doing right. hitting at our Hamilton audience? Wait, right? Isn't Hamilton just Assassin's Creed three though? That's what Pretty I was going to say. Yeah. Assassin's, Assassin's Creed three is yeah. good. I know that's what I'm saying. Yes, it is. Yeah. I agree. Thank you. And so is Hamilton. Yes, They're both good. Yeah. Yeah. We all agree. <laughs> uh, who was who was the main character in Assassin's Creed Three? 
Connor. 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 Imagine Lin Manuel Miranda playing Connor. 100%. No. Yep. <laughs> so, no. Hard pass. Hard pass on that. Nope. My name We're, is Connor, and I got a, a blade. What? <laughs> They're axes. They are oh, really cool axes. axes. Um, we're turning this into a very, very bad anti-Lin podcast, and I don't want I'm to I'm not do here that. for that. No. I am pro-Lin. No, yeah. Pro-Lin. No. He is what? a great free He's a fantastic artist. writer. Yeah. And Kanto was amazing. And Kanto was amazing. <laughs> well, where are we going with this? Why are we... <laughs> no, I just... Is, back this, okay. to the let's, let's bring this back. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to put forth to the panel, I want a Breath of the Wild in a musical, but I want it from the co-works uh, point of view. So they oh, can be the, the chorus. And whenever they come out, they're, they, they come out and they're singing about whatever Link is doing because they're everywhere. Oh, yeah. So yeah. it would be really cool for him to still be doing all the ha, he, ha's, all the sounds like that, but they're mm-hmm. actually singing in quirk and singing <gasps> about what he's doing. Like I kind of love that, yeah. The, yeah. Those are good. those little, like, sentient little seed seeds yeah. that are just, like, yeah. Little guys. Yeah, yeah they make, like, k- and then, like, rattle noises. Yeah, they're like I, the Kodamas. That's good. They should yeah. do the music. Right? They're the, they're the quorkestra. Ah! Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. that's the podcast. Yep. <laughs> I'm going real simple. Just Super Mario Brothers, but I want it stark. I want that experimental weird theater, the one that's like deep in the in like off off Broadway in some black box oh. that's just like a, a pipe and then like dinosaur bones. <laughs> and like they blind you when you walk in. Yeah. <laughs> you go into a pipe and it's like weird and it's a, maybe it's a little sleep no more where it's a little dangerous, you're a little afraid mm-hmm. for your safety. What is a question box? Are there questions in the box? Do you question the box punch that it. never was? Punch, punch the question box. I don't, I'm not sure if I should. Uh, I, yeah, I want to go with Dare you touch dark. the question box and they hold it out to an audience member? I thought not! And then they put it away. This sounds like the kind of play that your roommates would like guilt you into coming to see because they're in it. Yeah, no, no, it's a, it's a real think piece. Uh, yeah. It's... Um, no, no, no! It's it's a it's a it's a conversation about modern day America, <laughs> of a dystopian economic society that we're uh, hurtling towards. You do that, you say that, but Troy and I would do that enthusiastically. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, yes, I, I've done that. Two tickets, please. I have two. <laughs> I can't tell you how many friends we've bought tickets to see these experimental things. At. Yeah, that's, that's, like, that's wait, my bread and butter. Is, was this reality? Or was this just a pipe dream, y'all? <laughs> and I'll go as far to say that that's probably the only way you could actually do Super Mario Brothers. I don't think a movie's gonna I think it's gonna be weird. I, I think mm-hmm. music is fine, but like that type of weird play or, that, or I think that's the only way you can capture the absurdity that is that game. And yeah. I feel like you show up and you go wait, is that John Leguizamo as well? Hell yeah. I can't tell. We, <laughs> we spruce to get the big bucks. I think you could yep. do it strange and experimental mm-hmm. or just a complete parody. It would just be a, a, a joke of a joke of well, a joke of a joke. If that's yeah. the case, then you're just our 3000 Brigade cosplay show. That's true. <laughs> yeah. Check yeah. us out at conventions whenever they come back. Right. <laughs> um, isn't technically like the Guardians of the Galaxy game? Wouldn't that be a good like Rock of Ages type oh, like jukebox yeah. musical? I do get some Rock of Ages vibes from that. Yeah. yeah. That, that would be kind of cool. You're not wrong. You're not yeah. wrong. Uh, well, thank you for that question, oh, yeah. Troy. I appreciate that. And then just to give you guys a little update on last week's question, I have not bought my shoes yet. Aww. So I'm still looking. Come on. I apologize. That's on me. 
Uh, I'm pins still, and needles over here. And listen, I'm still debating all of your pros and cons yeah. that you guys had from last yeah, week. It was a lot. That. It was a lot to digest. All right, you're right. You're right. So I think you should post a picture of what your shoes that you're going to be replacing are on Discord, so that people can be on the journey with you. Okay, absolutely. Right, maybe I'll do that. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. And take a picture of your feet in socks without ooh, the shoes, uh, so no, they have an idea no, no, of like what. Not. I mean, I said <laughs> socks. They're socks. <laughs> Too far. No, I don't want. But socks are awesome. It's yeah, going to open are... the door for people to to send us their sock pics. Yeah. But socks are cool. Why wouldn't we I really want pictures like... of socks? Yeah, if they're socks, socks by cool. themselves, sure. Okay. I don't care if socks are on people. They're just really fun. All right. Well, hey, I mean, yeah, like, right. there's lots of Animal Crossing socks and like yeah. like Nintendo socks in general. All right. Send your socks. Don't make picks. this weird, Troy. All right. <laughs> yeah. Just send your socks. So, so make sure, you post, yes. make sure you post that in our new uh, channel, Sockatumi, uh, <laughs> on our Discord. Right. <laughs> right. I hate everything. But you know what I don't hate? Asking this question. What's that? Hey, Troy. What are you playing? Yo, everyone. I'm talking about cyberpunk. Oh, I thought we were talking about Rocky for a second. You understand? Cyberpunk is here. It's it came back. It's back. It had the heavyweight comeback that I've been waiting for. Gotcha. For years now. I am here talking about Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, the game that once was, that is again. The once in future game. The once in future game. Y'all, this is a game that was like a heavyweight title, but then got hit so hard with its release that knocked it Knocked out first round. Got knocked out first round. Thank you, Mana, for making this 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 whole thing I'm doing work. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it got knocked down in the first round. And then somehow I've been rooting for it like an underdog, like in Rocky 2, to just come in and then like take the, the, the championship again. And I'm here to tell you all, it has won the championship of my heart. Oh, in 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 the case of Cyberpunk, though, this yeah. would make inattention to detail and gross misunderstanding of how gameplay development goes. The Ivan Drago at Project Red, <laughs> it would it, yeah, it would okay. almost be like the the overzealous artistic <laughs> struggle. Um, trying to continue to make the perfect game that's always quite out of reach. Just a little gotcha. out of reach. I really uh -huh. thought you were going to make like a, isn't the guy's name Apollo Creed? Yes. <laughs> I thought we were going to go that route with this for a moment with Cyberpunk. I'm like, but it didn't. And I realize it's a spoiler for the movie that's very old. But if, yeah. if anyone yeah. hasn't seen Rocky or played Cyberpunk, I apologize for the last We're two minutes. We're spoiling all of this. <laughs> I stopped myself. I didn't spoil anything. You got, you got some homework. Yeah. But anyway, I'm talking about Cyberpunk 2077, the open world game. Um, uh, it's made by uh, CD Projekt Red. Um, yeah, it's an open world RPG adventure game that came out in December of 2020. Yep. Officially. Wow. Um, it is a, uh, it's a role-playing game. So you're playing as someone in a cyberpunk noir universe where everything's a little dirty. It's a little grimy. You have a lot of uh, neon everywhere. You have people with cybernetics with new arms and new eyeballs and new legs. And it's just all in this uh, kind of beautifully uh, fictionalized highly surrealized uh, world. Um, it's based off of a board game, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's based off of a tabletop game made by Mike Pondsmith, which I... Is that a Dragon that of the Week? That is a Dragon of the oh, Week, sir. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, I knew it. I knew it. 
Um, and yeah, just like uh, Dungeons and, and Dragons or a Warhammer, like this is a sprawling RPG type game that you would play at the table and make up your characters and go play in this fantasy land. Uh, the developers, who are notably known for making the Witcher series of games. Um, My favorite game. Your favorite. as you, Yes, mm-hmm. it is. Number one. Yep. Uh, they're pretty good at taking existing franchises and then putting their own spin on it. So they grew up playing this game. They loved it. And they were like, what if we got this and made it into a video game? And then they did. In like 2012 is when they first announced that they were making this game. Yeah, that's 10 years ago. Yeah. 10 years ago. And through a bunch of developmental, like, hell, as you as you mentioned, Hassel, and also with them just doing that, like, writer thing where you go back and try to fix the first part, and then you yep. read it, and then you go back and read it, and then fix yeah. more. That pretty much happened for, like, eight years straight. Yeah. Until it, they just kept making something that was bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until it kind of got a little... Uh, bigger than they could promise yeah because it's one of those things where it's a it's a sprawling rpg like you said that has choices and it has all these different side quests and everything interacts with one another so you could be writing something that's really good and then you get to like a side quest or you get something else and you go you know it might be better with this and then you go back and then it's like oh okay well you know maybe it would have been better the original way (laughs) what if we add like it like an outside city okay great 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 what if we had like dating okay that's great 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 what if we had like like blade arms oh that's great 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 and that just kept happening so like you know over and over again. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not we're not going to go into it today. But as you all know, this game did have a very infamous release. I'm going to skip all that and tell you to just go ahead and listen to season two, episode 31. Ooh. <laughs> <Dragons> <laughs> podcast. You looked it up. I did. I did. It's, it's entitled "Of Cybers and Punks," good. <laughs> uh, where we go deep into how we were feeling in the moment that uh, all the infamous release stuff happened, but. What I really want to talk about is the new day. Since then, since then, Cyberpunk 2077 and CD Projekt Reddit have been working really hard to update their game to get rid of those glitches, get, get rid of all those game-breaking blo- bugs mm-hmm. that you were running into. And just recently, as of last month, they released their next-gen kind of big final update. And to be honest, I was able to play like 40 hours of this game pre-update and 40 hours post-update. This is the final game. This is the game when they were in 2012 being like, we haven't, this is what we're doing. This is what we want to make. Yeah. It has come into its realization now. That's awesome. And I couldn't be happier about that. It's amazing that it has this like redemption arc. I know. Like it it went through all of these like troubles and getting developed and it came out and it almost like just crushed everyone's expectations to what the game was supposed to be, right? Right. All, all those people that didn't remember how The Witcher was when The Witcher came out. I was just about out. to say that, yeah, because they, they oh, are kind I, of like that with most of their games. Yeah. I, I remember exactly how I felt the first time I played The Witcher. It was just, you know, it was the same exact feeling I had when I played uh, Cyberpunk 2077. Damn it, Hassel. <laughs> what? No, nothing. nothing yeah. Nothing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But yeah, it was yeah, especially because yeah, when, when The Witcher Three came out and there was the one scene with Roach on the the you know the on the house and it's like, is that supposed to be there? Because I can't tell what's a bug and what's not anymore in this game. <laughs> you, you embraced the bugs exactly. Yeah, well, in this game, they've pretty much gotten rid of every single bug possible. Yeah, I like, have had I had no glitches going back in, but I, I'll get to that. Yeah. See, before before the the new update, I was kind of him and hawing over whether I should play the game because I wanted to play it when it came out in twenty twenty. Uh, Manda played played the game fully through. Yeah. And she was like, it's really good. You should play it. And I really wanted to. But because it was just 
had a lot of crashes and I didn't really like where the story was going. I just kind of put it on the shelf and was like, I'm going to let the developers let this simmer a little bit longer. Let the slow cooker cook a little bit more before I, I get into it. But more and more, and I think I mentioned it during our uh, holiday podcast, like I've just been wanting like jonesing to play this RPG game. Yeah. And but I, I have been reluctant to jump in because every time that I'm about to, they release a new update. And then I'm always like, mm-hmm. well, I could jump in now, but what if the next update is like <laughs> the one, the one? And um, my patience did not win out. <laughs> it didn't. <laughs> um, I was, Mandy and I, we actually, Mandy convinced me to play it finally because we we got our tax money. Hell yeah, tax Woo-hoo! money. Ooh! And we invested in a nice new uh, TV, which we mentioned. And then she was like, you know what look what would look really good on this TV? <laughs> <laughs> when we were buying the TV, we were in the store and uh, on the TV next to us, their sample TV, it was up there. And every time it came up, because it was like a reoccurring ad, I was like, Troy, ah, <laughs> looks pretty look good. At, look how good it looks. We're doing the 4K. We're doing the, the HDR. We're doing we, the ray tracing. We got a Sony TV and a Sony, Sony PlayStation. TV. So I was like, and it's like, a, you know, it's like a PS5 game. They're uh, talking yeah. to each other. And mm-hmm. I was like, sold. Let's do it. And um, yeah, I just loved it. So I'm, I'm going to throw out some of the things I, I really enjoyed about about this game. Um, first of all, just the city. Night City, you mentioned it. It is a sprawling, just amazing um, playground. Is it still as chaotic as it was the first time, yes. the first go around? Yes, it is. It is super chaotic. And to be honest, that, that was one of the reasons, one of the things that turned me off when I first played it mm-hmm. is because I had an expectation of like, I guess what the narrative was going to be or what the characters were going to be. And I got into this world that was like, there were like murders happening everywhere. There were people fighting wherever I go. Mm -hmm. Uh, People walking with just like, like half of their, their uh, body hanging out. (laughs) Like it was. I remember the first two hours that I played the game. Um, I'm walking down the street once uh, once I've kind of like gotten through the the opening moments of the game and they gave me free reign to go through the city. I'm walking around. I'm going down the sidewalk and I just hear like ah! and like splat. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And like someone in front of me. And I was like, uh, look up to the building going, <laughs> where did that guy come from? I, and it was just that kind of chaos. I, I have not had that happen. Yeah, I have not had that happen. I either. didn't have that happen either. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> so I that, wish... that's probably an early bug. <laughs> <laughs> that was probably a bug. Oh, that, my that's goodness. Not a, that's not a feature. <laughs> yeah. Or they very quickly were like, no, 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 no. Who put that in there? <laughs> yeah. Not I am, good. So I haven't played Cyberpunk 2077 since then. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go back because I do want to finish the game. I'm going to load up that save and I'm going to walk back and forth on that street <laughs> just to see if it'll happen again. <laughs> I can fly. <laughs> uh, but but no, the city the city is really is, is pretty remarkable. Um, and it's more about just like uh, the different parts of the city. There's one area that's kind of Japanese. Um, um, themed so there's literally cherry blossoms that are falling through the streets which gives you this really interesting vibe of seeing this industrial like like skyline city but also having mm-hmm. these cherry blossoms just like wafting through and they have an industrial place that's just, just like gritty and the entire opposite than that district and then they even have like um, this whole robust city I, there were so many moments in that game where I was going to a new location and then just stopping and my mind was just blown that like this is also part of this world. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The, the the scope is really what the got scope, me is yeah. um we're we're used to like 
massive fields and valleys and mountains and trees when we see our open world game, these, these beautiful environmental landscapes. And what killed my brain about Cyberpunk is that it was vast, but it was also tall. So sometimes you would see all of these buildings and a lot of the buildings you can go into, mm-hmm. like m- mm-hmm. many more buildings than the average game. Usually if you're in a city, all of the buildings are fake except for like the inn <laughs> yeah. and the one mission in that city. Everything else is just boxes. And this is very much not like that. You're driving down the street and all of the time there's go into this building and do this or go on top of that building and do this. So not only is it like wide, but it's also extremely tall. Mm-hmm. So like the, even on multiple levels, like you'll go up five stories in a mission and there'll be stuff on all of the stories. Which yeah, is I, I agree. Yeah, because that was one of the things like with, with like Spider-Man. Spider-Man is, you know, got all of New York City, but you go in like three buildings in the yeah. entire place. Yeah. And it was like, oh, okay. I mean, it's still cool because you're, you know, you're there to swing anyways. You don't want to just be in buildings. But yeah, that was definitely one of the things I did notice about uh, cyberpunk where it's like yeah that's you really can go in most of these things it's yeah. awesome and what's even and it, it, it's one of those things where you just keep getting surprised at how much is going on within the environment you yeah. get through this amazing city and it's robust and then they have an entire outlands area which is pretty much could be its own mad max game if it wanted to <laughs> and it's it's huge it's a huge area with just sand and and dunes and and cars with spikes on them and then you're like oh my gosh here's this whole thing and 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 so like I remember I was rolling around kind of in these bad lands and I was coming towards the city and I saw this mm. beautiful mountain in front of me and I would hit the the moon was hitting it just right and there're kind of a couple of mountains and I was just like this is such a gorgeous game and I uh, I'm like let me drive over there cuz I had a little mission I had to do near it and as I got closer and closer and closer I realized that this mountain was actually trash <laughs> it was a trash mountain because in 2077 humans are that dumb that they have we have so much waste that you make an actual mountain out of it and you like detailed you see every bag every piece of plastic every metal and and that like moment is like my entire like aesthetic vibe of this game is something that is so beautiful and yet so grotesque and ultimately kind of makes you sad about our future. <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're not very far from that. <laughs> it's it's sad. Like, like we have trash hills here. We don't have mountains. Right. Yeah, that's, because not, we not take, that's because we make our trash mountains in other countries. That's true. Yes. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so oh. I have a question for you. Uh, I know that when you start the game, you can start as a, either a, a a like a corpo, um, yeah, like yeah, a, a city person. city boy. Yeah, uh, you could start as what? What are what are the other boys that you can start as? Uh, you you can be like a corporate person. You could be mm-hmm. a street person, or you could be like an outlands person. Like yep, there I, it is. I grew yeah. up, grew which up one in the no, in the. Which one did you pick? I was out Outlander. I was a nomad, gotcha. as they call mm. it, uh, and it was really great. And and it was interesting. It's really kind of ties to the narrative. Is uh, um, if you pick any of these three different um, starting points, you still essentially play the same game, but mm-hmm. you kind of have this different flavor that you're coming from. My character was very much like part of a pack, part of a crew, and then that crew did things that I didn't disagree with, so I broke away from the crew, looking for a fresh start. Corpo in, backstory in is best backstory. What's Corpo's? Corpo back. Well, I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it, so I won't go too much into to the actual Corpo backstory. But the flavor that you get throughout the game is very um, based on the fact that you were burned by corporations, and a lot of the main storylines are you going after corporations. So uh-huh. it feels very personal to you. So anything with uh, Arasaka, if you've played the game, mm-hmm. anything where you're like taking down Arasaka, isn't just 
like the flavor of the game i'm going to do this because i'm supposed to but you're like because like they are the ones that did this yeah. to me kind of thing and, yeah in this game's narrative like the entire city is run by corporations this yep. is the future where mm. where amazon and google like, mean the presence <laughs> oh, oh, <gosh>. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, they are literally they are the law yeah it, it pretty much um i chose i chose street kit same when I, first I did started. the street kit yeah. as well yeah and i kept on going around for the first two hours just singing street rat scoundrel <laughs> <take that." laughs> and i'm like singing aladdin as i'm <laughs> yeah <laughs> Whoa. i don't sport. like <laughs> it <laughs> that's great um so the narrative i found i found pretty intriguing once you kind of get into your backstory it's very much noir it's very much that cyberpunk feel uh, and it, but it's a mystery. It's a mystery. Um, and and not only is it intriguing as you're trying to find out what's going on with you, they also have a really good, well-fleshed-out side missions. Uh, their side missions range from things that feel like Mission Impossible to things that are straight up like Mad Max. There's a, a buddy cop mini arc that is super fun. <laughs> yeah. There's a political assassination mystery you have to solve. Ooh. Like it, it, they don't. A lot of those kind of main side missions are just really robust, and you can kind of take them on in different orders that make you feel like you are role-playing in, in this world. Um, not to mention, there's, like, really good relationships with the characters in that story. Like, you end up really kind of caring for their plight. <laughs> well, I, well, I did, Manda. I think that there are wonderful relationships as long as you want to have a relationship with a woman. Oh, I didn't necessarily mean romantic. Right. But, but that, right. too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But, like, there's friendships you can make because the way they do side missions is, like, you'll go and you'll do a mission and then you just don't do the next thing. Real time has to pass in the game as you are doing other things before the character is like, hey, something else happened. So many times in open world, it's like, hey, I just got back from so-and-so and, -so and my, I, I need something. I, I need to get my car. And then you go, you get them their car and yeah. it's, like, broken. And then... They're, and then, like, moments later, like, it's fixed. Want to go ride? Yeah. Instead, it's like, no, it's going to take time for them to fix that car before the next mission comes up where you have to get in it and then ride to the next, like, story beat. Yeah. And okay. that, that time, that downtime between the side missions actually makes you feel like these like these characters are outliving their lives in oh, this yeah. world, doing their own thing without you. Like, mm -hmm. you're not the, the only person in this city. Um, but that does lead to a lot of really fun. Um, They have a dating, some dating in that game. Uh, which I found really nuanced. They're right. They don't do as much justice to the male uh, romantic um, um, options. Guess, options. Yeah. Uh, because they're kind of, they're part of the side story. Yeah. You have to go out of your way to kind of find those, I would say mo mostly, for at least those two guys. But the women in the story are like front and center. Like you cannot get through the story without coming across those those love interests. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's not and great. Some of the people that are in the main story that should totally be romanceable are not. Yeah, that that <laughs> listen. I wish there were so many. Yeah, there's some good characters. There's a there's an older Japanese gentleman who's just a fox. <laughs> he is just a fox. Um, but he is just kind of broken in all the right ways. <laughs> but totally broken, unavailable. Broken, broken enough that you can fix him, though. Mm. But you want to fix him. I totally want to unpack that statement you just said because yeah. I disagree with yeah, it like, on a very yeah. visceral level, but it's not for this podcast. <laughs> but, we'll, we'll record an entire other podcast yes, where that's yes. our first question. Yep, 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 yep. You can choose your gender in this game, and I did play as a woman, and I did find uh, I had a relationship with a woman, and I had a relationship with a guy. And I did find them both to be pretty worthwhile and, and pretty pretty interesting in their own unique ways, mm -hmm. um, um, which is that something that they did add with the with this newest patch. They did add more uh, yes. romance, um, 
uh, just in general. Like there's yeah. a lot more story elements so to it. The crazy thing about playing this game halfway through without the patch and then half with the patch is that like I'd finished kind of all the dating things with my with my my partner in the game, mm-hmm. so to speak, my girlfriend, and. And that was kind of done. She wasn't really talking. This new update came around. All of a sudden, she's texting me. <laughs> she's just like, hey, just thinking about you. Hey, going out with the girls tonight. And then I get like like uh, drunk text. <laughs> I'm like, and you can respond to them too. Like, hey, you're drunk. That's or like, cute. hey, are you okay? Or like, get it. Like, whatever. Yeah. 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 At one point, like, she's like, hey, my grandma wants to talk to you. And I was like, what? Aww. Like, each one of these relationships, they've actually added a lot of depth. Uh, prior to the game, you could go to your uh, respective relationship person's like house, and you could like sleep at their place. It becomes like another place for you to have like another hub, mm-hmm. and that was it. You just kind of sleep. They're usually standing by a window, like waiting for you to talk to them or something. <laughs> and they don't do anything else. But with this new update, if you go to their place and you do go to sleep, when you wake up, your eyes open. It's a first-person game. I, think, I don't know if I said mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Your eyes open, and they're there in front of you, sleeping, Aww. just like there, just peaceful, calm. You mm-hmm. don't do anything. It doesn't get weird. It's just like a very sweet little nuanced moment that man it's just yeah the update did a lot of stuff also we were talking about the city earlier like before the update it was like weird like there wasn't a lot of people there was oh, yeah, definitely yeah, yeah. no cars like i would try to steal a car because <laughs> you had in the game and i'm like i can't get around because there's no yeah. cars to steal yeah and the cars that there are just not great they're not great they, they did change it though something in that uh, maybe they changed it or maybe i remember it wrong but i feel like in the beginning of the game i could steal any car so i was like why buy a car if i can steal any car yeah. and, right. la- and now you have to have a certain like level in body to break the window or tech to to pick the lock. Gotcha. So you can't steal like a fantastic car in the beginning and be like, why would I pay for that car? Yeah. Which <laughs> makes much more sense. Yes. But you know what? You don't need a level to break a window off. A motorcycle. No. Oh, well, I don't think <laughs> you can hack facts. the cool motorcycles, but yeah. Okay. Okay. You got to <laughs> hack into those. Um, but with the new update, all of a sudden the, the, the streets are filled with people. The, the mm-hmm. roads are filled with cars. Um, they improved the driving so that you can actually drive a little better. You could do some more drifts, oh, things yeah, like that that are better. It was and so bad. I was like, oh, the driving's going to be easier. But no, 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 no. The driving <laughs> is easier, but there's more cars on the road now. <laughs> I literally, I was crashing into more things after this update than I was before it. But yeah, realism, sure. Am I going to stop for that stoplight or am I going to hit these six cars in order to make a left-hand turn? <laughs> uh, it's yes to both. <laughs> uh, so the, the, the last positive thing I need to talk about, and I have a lot of positive things, but I can't, I can't go uh, any further without talking about the Keanu in the room. And uh, yes, this game does have Keanu Reeves in his full glory as a major character in this cyberpunk adventure. So, so we, you know, you may have seen Keanu Reeves at the E3 press conferences. You've seen him touting this. And uh, the way he's implemented is actually as, spoiler alert, if you don't want to know, it's for early on in the game. Maybe about two seconds, maybe about 20 seconds. Um <laughs> He actually appears as a rogue AI that's been implemented into your brain. Yep. That is slowly eating your brain. Whoa. Or taking it over. Yeah. Yeah, you're slowly becoming Johnny Silverhand, which is the Keanu Reeves' character. Whoa. Now, I knew that this character was going to be a bit of an antagonist because it's the idea, he's pretty much your mortality. Mm -hmm. He wants to control your body. You don't want that at, at, you know, to begin with. And I went at this game because I knew, I knew Keanu was coming and I was like, (laughs) This game's going to make me dislike Keanu Reeves. 
Good luck. All right, whatever. And then he shows up. And he's real mean to you. He's just like, oh yeah, definitely like 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 making you like slam your head into windows, and he's like taking over your body, and you're just like, and the whole time just like it's Keanu. Oh Keanu, it's fine, Mister Reeves. It's you. You can't oh, do you no big wrong. Tough guy. And then he crossed the line. Yeah. Yeah. No. At, at one point. Like, what did he do? He, like, threw me on the ground and then, like, started calling me, like, some really derogatory stuff. And then I was, like... like slurs for women and, yeah, like, really, yeah, like, yeah. offensive. What? And, yeah. yeah. And I and instantly I was, like, we're done. <laughs> we're done. And I was, like, angry. I was, like, how dare you make me think ill of Keanu Reeves, okay? How dare you? And, and like, no, th- and this was not, like, something... They weren't doing it in a cheap way. This was something that you know of this character for a long time and it's also part of his you know arc of becoming a better person Mm -hmm. but at this point when it's at the most climactic like yeah no they actually made me dislike Keanu Reeves it was very it it was quite excellent casting they do a a phenomenal job with his character arc and uh, they definitely like strip away famous actor from it so you feel like you are engaging with that character in a yeah to be honest more so than most of his movies do yeah I, I agree, actually. Which I was so surprised about. Yeah, because when he first shows up and you just see him, it's like, oh, that's, that's Keanu Reeves. Right. I got it. I got right. it. Yeah. But then, like, even 20 minutes of being with him and seeing his character was just like, oh, yeah, you're not. This is Johnny Silverhand. Like, this isn't which, Keanu anymore. Which is also very important because the, the writer of the tabletop game, Silverhand is one of his characters. Yeah. So I imagine he's rather beholden to how Silverhand should be. Right. And, and and this this is honestly like one of the best like video game performances I've seen in a while, and and one of the most impressive Keanu Reeves in performances yeah. I've seen in a long time. Like it like it was. Uh, I'm I telling mean, have you, you, have you seen Constantine? <laughs> pretty stellar work there. Yeah, you close out that window. Yeah, it's pretty good. It's pretty, pretty good. good. Have, you um, got, have you guys seen Constantine? Yes. Yes. Oh, okay. Should, all right, we'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but fun fact, like, Keanu Reeves went in and did dialogue for this game. And once he was done, like, he kind of understood the story and, like, what his character means and how it works. And they were very much just like, hey, we're getting Keanu in this. Give him whatever we can just to say, like, we got a Keanu cameo. And he looked at it and was like, I should be in more of this. This character should be, like, bigger. <laughs> and they were like... Yeah, sure. <laughs> we'll totally do that. Keanu Reeves has the second most lines in this game right under the main protagonist. Yep. And, and it matters. It matters. And it makes a difference. Because it isn't like a game where he just pops up at, I mean, obviously he just pops up at specified times, but it's not like, hey, I did a main story and then he's going to show up for a minute and then we're going to go back and then like, I won't see him again until I hit another main story point. Sometimes he'll just pop up during side quests to like make fun of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's so annoying. <laughs> it is. First time it's cute and make it and, and, and be and like make fun of you in different ways. Yeah. <laughs> Especially because some of the, some of the side quests you're like kind of reeling from. You're like, oh man, that's like, that really heavy thing just happened and it just pops up and he just like derogatories you and you're like ah hey, ah hey princess you need a nap yeah like, shut up maybe I do okay <laughs> he'll say that regardless of the gender that, yeah. that you yeah. do choose yeah uh, but oh my so gosh so he's he's a cyber bully he's a cyber bully <laughs> which, which just built it, I, I don't want to spoil the story but it's so important in like the arc of of the story Honestly, like that's the crux of the story that kept me intrigued. It's a mystery. What's going to happen? How is this going to resolve? Is this dude going to take over my brain? And I going to get him out? Are we going to come together? Are we going to be at odds? Like it was such an interesting new fresh take on the noir because the whole noir idea is like you're like good but bad. 
but but this like <laughs> yeah. put two entities in your brain and i just i thought that that was just such a great way and i think there's multiple endings the ending i got i felt really paid off and i think a lot of the endings actually do despite of, of where you end up really interesting things uh can happen but um I, i'll try to wrap this up because we're <laughs> i could talk about this game for <laughs> such a while such a long time um, the graphics are real good now. If you're going to get into next gen, take a look at the graphics, the mm-hmm. layers, like we mentioned. Like I was just, I would get so intrigued at looking at the details of of like a, a button that's in front of me or like a street lamp that's in front of me. And then as I'm looking at that, I slowly realize that there's a layer of a of a skyline behind that that's beautiful. And then behind that is like a mountain. And then behind that is the sky. Like this update really brought forth those vibrant colors and depth and layers. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. amazing and crazy weather. Like just sand storms will start blowing oh, yeah, through the right. city or monsoons and you're just like oh my gosh this is such an alive world now and i i just amazing um the only negative things about this game i got is yes it's a first person game which they did it narratively and i think it works especially with uh some of the narrative beef that they're that they're they're, they're taking to help immerse you into the world mm-hmm. like looking up yourself and with your eyes seeing those skylines is very different than a third person way of looking up yeah. Um, unfortunately, they have a bunch of costumes and they have a bunch of customization oh, to your yeah. characters. And I thought that maybe in like a cutscene or something, you would see your character do these cool moves or do whatever. And you don't. You don't see any of that. Mm. You can only see your character if you stop and look in a mirror. Or you're on or, a motorcycle. Or if you're yeah. on. <laughs> what, motorcycles only. Another tick for motorcycles. You can see your back yeah, yeah. in the back of your hair. <laughs> Um, and there's uh, another thing. There's a lot of systems. There's it's a very clunky kind of a menu. I felt a lot of systems on yeah. systems to systems, and I liked the combat with the systems. I got a I, I upgraded my fists to pretty much have metal fists, and I was just metal electric fists, electric metal fists, fire fists. A, like I think one was like a poison fist. Like it was disgusting. I was just punching fools throughout this entire <laughs> game. Like they would give me a new gun. I'm like, what? <laughs> Why? And and the combat was great. It wasn't just your regular kind of melee. Let me hit him three times. Like there was complexity. There was blocking. There was countering. Like I've never seen someone do first person melee hand-to-hand combat in a way that felt so, uh, I, don't, I don't know, just, just entertaining and yeah. fast and fluid. It felt right. It felt they, good. They spent a lot of time in the sword combat, too. I know you didn't know the swords, but they, they really wanted this, yeah. instead of being just a shooter, to be a sword and it, shooter. And For that, both of them yeah. to feel just as good. I feel mm-hmm. like at first I was trying to do this game as a shooter when I first started playing it, but that's really the wrong way to do it. I, I feel... Mm. I mean, there's many ways to do it. it <laughs> but but you're, it, there's such a fantastical element to this game that even if you went guns a-blazing, you could then upgrade your guns to have, like, seeking bullets that, like, go around uh, different corners or, like... A gun that talks to you and like talk, it makes commentary as you're fighting. I went for a hack shooter. Hacking is in this Hacking game too, is so, so you can even like annihilate people from a distance before they even know you're there. You can electrocute people because they all have wires in their head yeah. that run yeah. to like microphones. I did the same thing. So yeah, yeah. you can do <laughs> breaching and. You find that great pace between the kind of the slow, methodical um, hacking to like pick everyone off and then just jumping into it yeah, with a katana with a sword, or with yeah. your fists and just getting visceral and these highs and these lows and these fasts and these slows. Like it, it really became this enriching experience that I didn't expect. When I first started this game, not counting the time I started two years ago, right? <laughs> which like this is just broken. Um, it was like it was like fine and fun. Mm-hmm. But by the time I ended this game with the patch and everything that came in, I was like, this is just remarkably satisfying. Nice. And I had such a good experience with it. All right. So what are we doing sandwich rating rise? 
this is going to be a surprising for me. Okay. I know. <laughs> five out of five sandwiches. <laughs> what? What? This I never know. happened. Wow. It's my it's my very first five out of five. This is <laughs> this is choice thirty fifth. <laughs> Accepting it's, the award. <laughs> there's got to be some type of game to like try to find the game that's going to be a four out of five for it, me. It, right. But the real question is what kind of sandwich? Because obviously it's yeah. a garbage exactly. sandwich. But it's like a in a good sandwich. way. This is the messiest sandwich. This Ooh. is this is like the sandwich that ha- just has everything on it, and it's not like put on in a very intricate way. It's like but chicken it has strips everything and a meat patty and like some ribs in do you one think, sandwich. Do you think it has enough chaos to be two chicken cutlets as the bread <gasps> instead? Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is definitely one of those sandwiches that you find at like that food truck that's tucked in the corner yeah. that you walk up and it's just called like the final countdown or like something kind of ominous but like it's got a waffle right, and yeah. bacon in it it's, it's, it's waffle, different every it's single time because all of its ingredients that it uses is from the other food trucks that are there oh, it's like this, this is the surginator yeah. <laughs> what yeah there's what? a mac and cheese truck as well should we it's put mac al- and cheese on also it also lo mein yeah right yeah. and we dipped it in surge <laughs> that soda from the 90s here but it's it's good. But then you eat it and you're like, I will have one of these. <laughs> but it's very good. It's very good. It's like, like, hold on. It's going to take a little while to prepare. Yeah. But once we get it, it's going to be amazing. It's be good. Yeah. And you want to drink with that? Here's a Zima. <laughs> Wait, what's a Zima? Do you not know what Zima is? No. Oh, should man. I know what a Zima is? Oh, you man. Should, we're talking I, 90s here. Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> All right. I have no idea. C- okay. Catch me up off pod. All right. We will. Okay. We got you. We got you. Okay. All right. So I like it. Like yes, it. that's that's great. That's Check great. out Cyberpunk's 2077. The updates are good. Not a perfect game still, but great. Amazing. Nice, nice, nice. Well, now it brings us to the news this week. Um, and I have uh, just one quick bit of news and then uh, something else as well. So my bit of news is this week, Nintendo announced that there will be a Kirby 30th anniversary concert that will play music from the series in Japan. And yes, I'm sorry, it's Japan only, just like it was for the 25th anniversary of Kirby. However, the big difference this year, though, is that on August 11th, it will be streamed online for free. So if you would like to see the concert, mark your calendar for August 11th, y'all. So both Kirby fans and really, you know, fans of just good music in general should check it out because it's Kirby has got the best music. It really does have amazing music. It's, it's shocking for a, what originally a Game Boy game, <laughs> all the way up to now. It's amazing. Uh, and then uh, the, our last bit of news this week is going to be the Sony State of Play. Now, this was not a Brian State of Play. Like this was a <laughs> this was a. I'm watching it, and uh, we were all texting back and oh, yeah. forth. And I was, so and I, so, so Lewis was asked, "Go, oh, I haven't had a chance to watch it. You know, how is it?" And I was just, "Eh, whatever. It's not. It's not that stuff." And then uh, Troy comes in. And he's like, "What are you?" T- talking about and then as soon as he said that i'm looking at the games i'm like no this is a troy and lewis extravaganza of sony state of play this is not the brian show this is not the joe show this is the state of troy <laughs> look there are like there there are a lot of games in there i think there may be like three or four things that was like holy crap yes brian the, the the, the entire show started with a game <laughs> that had an anchor talking about the forecast as it was going to be raining 
dinosaurs yeah. within the hour. I should have known. That's, How that's can just you Troy. That's just not Troy. be on board with that. And then they showed it. Yeah. <laughs> was it different dinosaurs or just one specific one? It was different dinosaurs. It's different dinosaurs, but they opened with raptors. Just, Ooh, just like, okay. a, like this huge black hole open and just it started raining raptors. And yes. I don't mean one to t- one or no. two. Hundreds <laughs> of raptors started falling. And I was like, yeah, all right, you got my attention. <laughs> well done. I will say the thing that they did extremely well is that there's the, the game that's coming out that's called Forspoken. Um, yeah, and that was another one. And yeah. that was a game that, you know, it, it looked to me very generic. Like it, like the, the protagonist looked amazing. Um, and that was about it. The rest of the game was just like, eh, whatever. It's got dragons. So, of course, it's not bad. But mm-hmm. it's, it's okay. Uh, but this trailer actually showed it off. And I was like, that looks really good. They sold me on it. Yeah. It, it, it's like someone from, like, the modern world getting sucked into a fantasy, medieval fantasy realm. And then, like, dealing with it. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, and then magic <laughs> and stuff happens. And you're right. This new trailer was just dynamic. It showed enough of the story for you to kind of get intrigued as to what's going to happen to her. Mm-hmm. And and just, yeah, the gameplay looked good. Good. Did we get real. a Did we get a pre-order date? Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, I think, I think it was like did. October 11th. I want to say Ooh. something around there. I'm excited. I yeah. was bought in before, okay. but I'm yeah. like double bought in now. Yeah. As soon mm. as I saw it the first time, I saw it's it. Like, I was like, yep. Ooh, yeah, yeah, you're getting my money for this one. Yeah, it looks good. Um, and also the uh, the dinosaur game is called Exo Primal, so it, it looks right. like a like a Left 4 Dead 4v zombies, except instead of zombies, it's dinosaurs. <laughs> Anything that breaks nice. us away from the zombie motif into Anything. other different Agreed. types of genres, Agreed. I'm on board with. Thank you. Thank you. And the thing I was most excited for is there is a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle Classics game pack. When, now, when Troy says that he's excited about this, I we have talked about this on like six separate occasions since the state of play. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it would just be silence nice, the house. Nice. I'll be cleaning the house and Troy will be like, and you know they even have the... It's just like, I don't know nothing. It's only been like four, five days since the state of play as well, y'all. <laughs> Listen, Ninja Turtles were my life growing up. I, I took karate, specifically told my sensei, because I wanted to become a Ninja Turtle. <laughs> he did not have a great answer for me. <laughs> He's like, I'll get you halfway there, kid, but yeah. the rest is up yeah. to you. You got to get the news on your own, my guy. <laughs> yep. So Ninja Turtles being part of my life, I loved all of those games growing up. A lot of them I didn't play because I didn't have a Nintendo, or, or uh, so I really only got in on the Super Nintendo. And so I thought that's just what it was going to be at first. They showed mm-hmm. some games I thought it was going to be like Ninja Turtles 1 and 2 and Turtles in Time, which is the fourth game. And then like, that's it. And then I was like, wait a second. Is that the Street Fighter Ninja Turtles knockoff game, Tournament Fighters, <laughs> that my dad got me at Brandsmart <laughs> because I was complaining too much about being there for so long? And I was like, dad, please. Gotta. And he like did the, did the whole like, all right, let's keep this low between, you know, mom doesn't right. even know yeah. about this. Yeah. Like, you know, spending money on a, on a new game. I'm like, just is the best. So run home and pop it in and just play that game for years. Like, that's in there. And I can't find that game anywhere else. And then on top of that, they're bringing in the arcade games. The ones that you played actually going physically at for us in the 90s as kids yeah. to the arcades and, you know, with Bebop and Rocksteady and kind of getting the four-player games. And I never finished that game because I wasn't good as a kid. <laughs> it was too much money. It was too much money and I tried I spent a lot of someone's Mm. money (laughs) trying to beat that game so the idea that they're packing in that and they're packing in the Game Boy games like they are getting every single classic Ninja Turtles game that I I either grew up on or wish I grew up on in this 13 total 
games are in this package. Well, I'm really selling it. I need to start backing off. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like I'm pitching this to you. (laughs) You guys are in the room and I'm like, listen. You're like you're like the knife salesman at like Sam's, where you're just like, yeah. hey, yeah, look, it cuts this, and then I have this other knife right here. You didn't even think, and then I have another one, thirteen knives 13. in total. Oh my gosh, that got real. I'm so sorry. Rings the doorbell. Hi, have you noticed the lack of Ninja Turtles in your home today? <laughs> uh, but it's called TMNT: The Cowabunga Collection. It's coming this year. So awesome. Um, some other highlights, JoJo Bizarre Adventures, getting a fighting game for all of our anime friends out there. Mm-hmm. It looks slick. Yeah. It looks real slick. Check that out. Uh, Returnal is getting multiplayer, which is a big game from last year, and mm-hmm. I don't even know how multiplayer works. Agreed. I that could make, I could breathe a lot of great life into that game. It could. Uh, which is exciting. And then you got your, your Stranger, what, Stranger's Paradise got another thing or something, right? Oh, yeah, Stranger's of Paradise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that but comes out. Old. Yeah, it comes out this Friday. Yeah. I'm sorry, it nice. came out last Friday. It was pretty much telling you, like, it just comes out in a couple of days. Just, <laughs> just letting you know one more time. Hey, yeah, here's, uh, we're just going to say chaos a couple more yeah. times, and we're good. Chaos. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> we're good. We got it in for the week. All right. All right. That was yeah. good. That was good. Uh, but that was day to play. I, I was having a good time. Yeah, <laughs> you were. <laughs> so now, this week... We are back with another food fight, everyone. Do, 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 food fight. Food fight. <laughs> <laughs> and this week, we have uh, the, uh, an age-old question of what is sports ball, everyone? We all want to know. We don't... I, I don't know what it is. It's, it's some sort of sports with a ball. Uh, but we're about to find out this week and uh, what constitutes as a sports game. Oh, okay. So the 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 debated topic is what makes a sports game? Yeah, I think that's the the main. I made a sports crux. game a yes. sports game, and mm-hmm. uh, this week it's going to be between Manda and Hassel. Woo woo! It's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one, everyone. And sports video game, just sports, sports video game. You understand yes, sports? Yes. Yeah. I <laughs> apologize in advance. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I start us off with that before we go live every single week, Amanda. <laughs> right. Uh, apologize to the listeners, not me, right? <laughs> sure. Both. Great. <laughs> uh, so, you know, let's get it started. Hassel, would you like to start us off with the opening statements? <clears throat> Absolutely. Ladies and gentlemen, gamers, sports enthusiasts, podcast listeners, and may it please the court. <laughs> So formal. (laughs) I stand here before you and God (laughs) not to celebrate the advancements achieved by sports video game companies, (laughs) but to address a more serious matter, Mm. an opinion dividing the very fabric of this podcast and the world. (laughs) My opponent will lead you to believe that anything can be considered a sports game actively and deliberately diminishing the work the good people behind sport games are doing. Mm. Mario Kart, sports game. Overcooked 2, sports game. Fusion Frenzy, (laughs) sports game. Do we dare sully the laurels of the pantheon that is sports simulation games? Mm. I ask you, members of this fine court, if we cannot draw a distinct line between arcade and simulation, then where does it stop? Will we then blur the lines between fighting games and cooking games? 
Will we blur the lines between RPGs like Dragon Age and sports simulators like FIFA? The line between sports simulators and arcade sports games is as sacred as the line that prevents us from eating Pokemon in the Pokemon games. <laughs> it is a line preventing chaos, and it should remain as such. Wow. Strong opening. Wow, wow, wow. All right. All right. So, uh, so Amanda, what do, you, what do you have to follow up with that? We're talking about sports games? Whoa, that's awesome. Do you want to know the best thing about sports games? If you think about it, like, anything can be a sport. <laughs> Competitive eating hot dogs? A sport. Elephant polo? A sport. <laughs> Riding a unicycle up a mountain? A sport. If you can dream it, you can do it. Sports. And the same thing is true about video games. So what if my video game involves hitting a dinosaur skeleton off of a moped with the shell of an anthropomorphic turtle? It's still a sport. It's just like if you combine curling with NASCAR. Whoosh, man. Whoosh. <laughs> wow. I, I see the colonel has taken a week off. Colonel's been winning too much, I think. Colonel's doing, doing their own thing. Yeah, I think so. I who's, think the, so. who's the Colonel? That's a good question. Is, who it's is the, the it's the It's the center of a popcorn piece. Ah, thank you. Thank you. Wow. Um, I'm, I'm already really, uh, really <clears throat> feeling this, uh, this debate. Yes. You know, there's a lot of uh, hard lines and soft mm -hmm. lines. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> some, some, some dotted lines. <laughs> yeah. Uh, some hash lines. Yeah. 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 There's a lot of I lines. Like I like wavy lines. No, yeah, those mm -hmm. are pretty great. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, I like it. Uh, so let's get into it. Yeah, free, uh, free, free flow for all. time. Let's go. I I think we need to draw a line between arcade sports games and simulation sports games. I think simulation sports games go a little deeper. I think what they do is they they take the experience as a whole and they provide us that experience that you get while either playing a real sport or watching a real sport and they bring it to your home, right? Mm -hmm. Arcade games, on the other hand, are I'm not going to take anything away from them. They are fun, but I don't think they're, they're on the same level. I think, I think sports games should be divided by that line. I think it should be arcade sports games and sports simulation. So, like, but if, if that's true, then, like, Mario Brothers doesn't make sports games. And, like, are you going to tell Sekiro Miyamoto, creator of the Mario Brothers, that Mario isn't an athlete? That Mario Kart, Mario Tennis, Mario Golf, Mario Strikers, and Super Princess Peach Princess solo game for the Nintendo DS aren't really sports games? I will. That would probably really hurt his feelings. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and he seems like a really chill dude. Why would you do that? He here is where I come in with the Mario sports games. They are they are fun. They are they are simulating an aspect of sports that is not real. You can't you can't just set a soccer ball on fire. And kick it somewhere. I mean, I, I feel not, like you can. I think you could. Not, not in an actual game. <laughs> well, I mean, like if it's a game that you're playing with friends, maybe like you just throw some gasoline on it and light it on fire, and then you kick it into something. That is 
Okay, the Taste sorry. of Dragons does I'm not so condone sorry. this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the other aspect of it is there the the plain level like the level playing field that is a requirement for sports, right? Everyone is supposed to compete. It, it, everyone is equal. You're telling me that Mario and Donkey Kong are equal at tennis? One of them is an athletic primate. The other one is a plumber. So, like, you feel that the introductions of factors that leave the results of the competition to chance should prohibit that activity from falling into the realm of sport? Not cool, man. What about rain, my man? What about, like, snow? What about, like, manifest destiny? All of these things can prevent a game from being, like, what you would consider fair, but they are still sports. I, I would like to bring this as, as Exhibit A. The Rutgers Department of Kinesiology and Health classifies <laughs> sports as an organized, competitive entertaining and skillful activity requiring commitment strategy and fair play in which a winner can be defined by objective means it means that those sports will have to involve physical prowess skill competition and the uncertain outcome and perceived that's perceived by skill so the thing i want to shine a light on is fairness and fair play, okay? <laughs> there is no fair play when you are Waluigi, who probably stands at like 6'4 with a 7-foot wingspan, <laughs> and, a, and a Koopa. Mm, just a turtle. You don't have to be so hard on yourself, man. Mario Kart can totally be a sport if you wanted to. But I feel like what you're saying is that you don't want your sports to be silly but like let me ask you like when a professional football player breaks into a silly dance is that okay <laughs> but like wait when that silliness is on purpose and bringing more enjoyment to the game suddenly it's like not okay are sports less sports when they're fun like think whoa whoa <laughs> whoa 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 I, I would like to I would like to say that I feel like I am arguing with one of my ex roommates at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> After we flew, we flew them in all yeah. the way, all the way <laughs> from California. Yeah. To <laughs> uh, I'm 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 gonna appeal to the courtroom for a second. Okay, okay I'm, I want to I want to talk about one of my favorite games. What's oh. that? Rocket League. <clears throat> wow. Bringing in Rocket so League. Okay. this this is a game that, as all of you know, it's close to my heart. Almost Witcher level. Almost Witcher level. Yeah. And I I would like the court to know that I don't consider Rocket League a sports game, hmm. and it's hard for me to say, but I respect the line dividing arcade and simulation sports games so much that I wouldn't even consider a game that I would call my own son. <laughs> a simulation sports game. <laughs> hey, Rocket. Rocket. Dinner's Rocket. ready. Rocket. Dinner's ready, Rocket. Rocket. Rocket League. Did you do your homework? <laughs> Said my full name. <laughs> That's what I was going to. Rocket Aloysius League. <laughs> your Royal Majesties, 
Can I present my closing arguments? Please do. Yes, yes. Let's uh, <laughs> let's get to closing arguments. So far, everything's mm-hmm. been. Uh, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. we have a lot to think about. Yep. So far, so so let's let's draw us to a close. Weighty. The Webster's Dictionary defines sport as an activity involving physical exertion and skill in which an individual or team competes against one another for entertainment. So, like, if you think about it, like, all video games in which you compete competitively with another person are sports. Unless you don't consider video games to be physically exerting, in which case, like, no video games are sports. But that's, like, lame. Whoa. Wait, what was I talking about? <laughs> Man, that, that is that is that is a that is an argument. Hassel, um, ladies and gentlemen, gamers, sports enthusiasts, podcast listeners, and it may please the court. My opponent will sooner destroy the fabric of sports games than accept that Mario Kart isn't a sport then accept that Mario Golf is in a simulation sports game. What I'm here to inform you of is that it is okay to have two different kinds of sports games. It is okay to have the sports arcade games that give us so much joy, that destroy so many families. (laughs) (laughs) And it's equally okay to manage a football team from the third league to the Premier League using games like FIFA, or it is okay to be Tom Brady in games like Madden. It is okay for you to want more out of your sports games. I'm not asking you to uphold the line that divides arcade sports and simulation sports. I am asking you to defend it. (laughs) Wow. Call to arms. Wow, 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 wow. Uh, this wow. is this is a rough one, y'all. It, it's okay to be Tom Brady. Thank you, Hassel. Thank I've been you. struggling with that for a while. I have. I mean, on, on the one hand, I'd have to be 43. On the other hand, I'm not that far away from that. <laughs> and I, I, I'd be I've, rich. I've been uh, Tom Brady for two months now. Mm-hmm. So oh, nice. oh, have you? Yeah, it's nice yep. to finally be able to, to be okay with that. So thank you. You're not 43. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've just been Tom Brady. I don't know. Like, oh, okay. okay. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Goodness. I, I list, first of all, I absolutely love, um, I, I love. What our very open-minded, wise friend was trying to explain to us is that, you know, maybe we should just enjoy games as if they were all sports because, you know, maybe that's that's cool. And Hassel is in the boat of um, maybe maybe there needs to be a bit of a divide between, like, the hardcore simulation sports and then, then arcade. Fun, fun fact, the three examples that that person provided, the uh, hot dog eating contest, elephant polo, and unicycling up a mountain are all real sports. Yep. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, they are. <laughs> wow. You know, and I think, I think for me it comes back to good old Miriam and her Webster Dictionary. <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know her name is not Miriam, right? No, it's it's Mrs. Huh? Webster. Wait, what? <laughs> what? What? It's a very good. <laughs> you think at some point it, like there was just a Miriam? It's a, it's that, a, very, like, it's no, a very good reference. It's a great. It's a great thing. <laughs> it's a good book. Read it right. sometime. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's a spellbinder. Cover to cover. Cover to cover. Just cover. like those farmer farmers um, right. and their almanacs. They know wait, what they're doing. Just wait right. till you get right. to the L's. We got three judges. 
you you got you me with vote. the dictionary. I think like you mentioned what a, what a sport is defined as, and I, I think all those things that you um, indicated that are defined as sports technically are sports. Like that's hard. It's hard. Yeah. It's easy for me. I am all sports games are sports games. So. Oh I, man, I, I am. Am, in that am I am I the only dissent? Because I am a okay. hard fast line. Between, because you know there can be two different sports games, yeah, and that's fine. But uh, but uh, I think I think Hassel put up a pretty good argument. Mm. So mm. I, I'm with you, Hassel. I'm on the dissenters. Well, it's we are... okay, man. We can like both win. Why not? Aww. I'm going to appeal this to the <laughs> highest court. <laughs> well, it looks like we are divided on this podcast. But so. how about you, listeners at home? Where do you weigh on this topic? Uh, do you think that video game sports should have a hard line between arcade sports and simulation sports? Yes. Or are all sports <laughs> just in the game for us all the time? Let us know in our podcast discussion channel on our Discord. That's right. Um, but before we go, we would like to highlight a uh, Ukrainian developer, right? Charlie? Yeah, we're going to continue. Um, so uh, last week and the week before, we've been highlighting uh, Ukrainian developers, and we're not stopping now. So I found a um, developer called Vostok Games. Uh, they are actually created in 2012. I, last week, I talked about GSC Gaming, who made the game Stalker. Yeah. A few of them splintered off of that group in 2012 and made their own company, which is uh, Vostok. Um, they made a uh, battle royale called Fear the Wolves, which is uh, a really interesting. It came out, I think, in 2017, 2018. It was a battle royale. Yeah. Real popular around 2017, oh, yeah. 2018. <laughs> Uh, but it kind of had this different um, uh, vibe to it, a little more of a, a period piece, which mm -hmm. was really nice. And um, I've been following their Twitter, and they're still putting out updates. They're also uh, just like um, Frogware Games, putting out the updates and whatnot. But today, something struck me because uh, it's been like six days. And obviously, once again, we're talking about their games, but we all understand there are much more serious things happening. Oh, yeah. And like, so... Mm -hmm. But even them, they put out a statement today saying, hello, friends, even in this time of turmoil, there is still much work ahead of us, and we are recruiting. We're wow. looking for a 3D environment uh, artist. We're looking for a technical game designer, character animator, gameplay pro programmer, VFX artist. Like, they are in it, and still their their passion for gaming and their passion for this art form is is still, you know, giving them, you know, these things to, to work forwards. And I, I, I just admire that. I was... Absolutely. I thought that was it was really amazing. Uh, so check them out. It's I'll, once again I'll put a link into our description of their of their Twitter. Uh, jump on there to send them some some support. Absolutely. Uh, Vostok Games. Check them out. Thank you so much, Troy. Well, mm -hmm. unfortunately mm -hmm. though, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Uh, but yeah, you can always find us online on the Twitter, on Discord, on uh, Instagram, Facebook, all of, all that jazz. Uh, we have all of it, so please check us out there. Uh, but until then, friends, as always, my name is Brian. My name is Troy. Amanda. I'm John Madden. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm Joe. And we are <laughs> the, the Taste, Taste of, of Dragons. Dragons. Have a great week, everyone. Does anyone have a cough drop? Because my throat hurts. I love this character, <laughs> by the way. I'm sorry, but it's a keeper. It's a keeper. Character needs a name. One, one day it. I'm going to have this character. Taste of Dragons Gaming Podcast. A podcast for everyone's day. <laughs> <laughs>